0: Holidays can be a joyous joyous time, but they also bring unique challenges, especially when it comes to maintaining our mental well being, uh, navigating personal questions, uh, especially when it comes to maintaining our mental well being, navigating personal questions, and dealing with complex family dynamics. Um, from shat- From strategies to stay mentally sane amidst family gatherings to tips on avoiding personal inquiries and managing abusive behavior. Mm -hmm. Um, You've got it all covered today, don't you?
1: I hope I do. You know, the holiday season can be such a beautiful time, especially with our Desi holidays popping up as well. And then, of course, I mean, whether we celebrate Thanksgiving or Christmas or not. And then Diwali is like right around the corner. Diwali is right around the corner. So we often, you know, go home, and I always wonder that, you know, I'm so lucky to have a very healthy family, Yes, I know that's not the case for many, so that's why I was thinking that this would be a cool conversation to have. It could be fun and lighthearted, but also, you know, really we can discuss how to keep yourself or your children, safe during this season. Yes, yes
0: absolutely. So staying mentally sane, sane mm-hmm. uh, will be the topic <laughs> right now. So um, how can I create personal boundaries to protect my mental well-being during Thanksgiving with the family?
1: Yeah, this is, you know, something I personally practice as well. I I really, you know, the first hour in the morning when I wake up, I don't like to talk to anyone. Okay. Love you, mom and dad, <laughs> but they love to talk in the morning. And so I actually had to sit down and tell them that, "Hey, first thing in the morning, I like to have my cup of coffee. I like to play my Wordle or whatever, you know, like little trivia game that I have. Love it. You know, just buffer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then I can start, you know, talking and having conversation. So um, it's really about analyzing how you can keep yourself calm. Like what techniques do you have in your, you know, pockets that keep you on a normal schedule on a day-to-day basis? Like my brother loves to go to the gym, but that's like his two hours away that he keeps himself mentally sane during these times. So really writing down and analyzing what types of techniques keep you sort of healthy and then also having that conversation if you're able to with your family members that, hey, this is my schedule. This keeps me, you know, happy. You don't even have to say mentally sane because I know that can be a little... Um, you know, parents will just your be pockets like, of peace. Yeah, pockets of peace. There yeah. we go. And just, I mean, writing those things down, talking to them, you know, talking about those things with your family members yeah. can really sort of help them also realize how important maybe alone time is to you, yeah. and how this time can be stressful for you personally.
0: No, absolutely, I agree with you, and I think m- just as us adults need that i think children need the Mm -hmm. same and like i know like my little ones they not so little anymore but (laughs) (laughs) they like to have their like when they wake up in the morning like iman she'll wake up and Mm -hmm. she'll run in her room and she'll like go on her bed and she'll just like like lay down and just have like that maybe five ten minutes extra of just quietness Mm -hmm. and then she's chipper but if i disturb her in that little 10 minutes she's like can i just have a minute to myself (laughs) i'm like yes you can i'm sorry like take that time
1: because when we analyze it we don't like to talk in the morning until we've had our chai or coffee whatever it may be so then putting that pressure onto kids is so harmful as well because i know growing up i love my family but you know when they would be like okay wake up and it's time to come downstairs to like Eat with your other family members, yeah. I would be like anxious. I'd be like, Oh my gosh, yeah. you know, what am I signing up for? Or, like, forcing them to come downstairs, you know, yeah. at a certain time. That's no. if they have heads up, that's fine. Yeah. But if you just wake them up in the morning and you're like, yeah. Come downstairs, no, oh, no, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not not this
0: day and age, it yeah. does not work. Um, I know there was a some mom was telling me that she will actually let her kids have a mental day off from school oh my goodness and i thought that was so beautiful because like if the kid is telling you that hey i just need a break Mm -hmm. and i just can't go to school today i mean if it becomes a habit then that's a different story (laughs) but if they just need a mental break i think that's good like and let the school know hey my child is taking a mental day off Mm -hmm. and that's important to have because i feel like that gives them that recharge and just to like
1: yeah right absolutely and there's always i always say this and this might be a tangent that if your kid is like needing a day off or like yeah. not wanting to school they're uh, not wanting to go to school there might be a reason behind it and it might be a really good idea to sit down with them that day and ask them like hey yeah. is there any bullying going on do you yeah. feel like Maybe your one of your teachers isn't like nice to you. Yeah, what, what's going on? So yeah, that's so healthy. And yeah,
0: I, I agree. And in fact, I had a morning like that with my little one, and she was just like, I just don't want to go to school because I'm gonna miss you. Aww. I'm like, Oh my love, I'm gonna miss you too, <laughs> but we gotta go to school. <laughs> and now that I'm talking about, it's like maybe I should have given her a mental day off.
1: <laughs> hey, it's okay, you're learning and you're, I open. Am, yes. you're <laughs> open to hearing, the, you know, other people's experiences. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, uh, what are effective strategies for managing stress and anxiety when spending extended time with family during the holidays? Oh, God.
1: I know. This is, (laughs) you know, this will vary from person to person because, as I mentioned, it's the techniques that work for you, right? Um, For me personally, I like to bring my big old, like, AirPods, you you know, um, headphones home, and I like to go on walks. You know, I like to say, if I'm getting too overwhelmed, I just say, hey, I'm going to go on like a 30, 45 minute walk. Nice. De-stress, listen to music, listen to a podcast, listen to the Chai Time podcast. <laughs> yes. We're on Spotify. We're on... <laughs> we'll are we give you the list. Yes. Um, and And de-stress and setting personal boundaries once again comes with conversation as well you you know you might not be able to tell your parents directly but by telling your siblings you know if you're home or your you know sister-in-law brother-in-law whoever it may be that hey when i start to like get overwhelmed you know i like to go on a walk so if anyone asks where i am i'm on a walk yeah it just helps me calm down And if you don't want to tell them that it keeps you mentally sane, you can also just say, I like to take a walk to digest my food. There you go. No one's going to ask you questions, but if if your family members are like mine, they would want to come along. I was just going to ask you, so what do you do then? (laughs) Um, I just tell them that this is my, like, me time, and I like to listen to my podcast, and it's something that I do regularly. And if you emphasize that you do something regularly and it's in your schedule, people are more open to letting you do Do it. Do that.
0: Yeah. Okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And, I mean no matter what it's going to be stressful whether you have a healthy relationship unhealthy relationship with your family members especially extended family because you have to kind of have this i guess like this facade you know to just be kind and say yes to everything but one thing i've noticed is that if they have the audacity to ask me to do things I also have the privilege to say no and I can do other things besides what they're wanting.
0: And and those are the things that you need to also teach your children. Mm -hmm. That it's okay to say no. It's okay to have boundaries. And it's okay because at the end of the day, you have to do what feels right for you. You don't have to please everyone around you.
1: It's like, you know, I think a few shows back you mentioned that you have told your daughters that you don't have to hug family members if you don't feel like doing that. And that... Autonomy is so important for children especially during this time because they're they're you know, they have the same emotions we have but yeah. just don't have the techniques to express them the way that adults can, exactly. you know. Yeah. And I'm in no way a mental health professional. I'm just saying this from yeah. experience and just having yeah. done some research. But having that
0: power, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're telling a young child that they have the power to say mm-hmm. no, I think that holds a lot of weight. That makes them feel empowered.
1: Absolutely. And letting them guide how they want to navigate a relationship, right? I had to, you know, be friendly with a lot of my aunts and uncles growing up and like Now that I'm an adult, my parents are like, oh, you can decide what you want to do. And I was like, I already knew this person wasn't a good person back in the day. (laughs) I just did it because I thought I had to. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's it's so empowering, as you mentioned, to give that autonomy. Yeah,
0: yeah. I love that. So are there mindfulness or relaxation techniques that can help maintain mental stability um, in potentially challenging family situations?
1: Yeah, I absolutely. I think um, meditation, especially because uh, there's been so much conversation about meditation, yoga, and all of yeah. those things. And I honestly thought it was fake. I thought <laughs> this was just a... One of those schemes where it's like, oh, download mindfulness apps and, you know, (laughs) pay us $5 a month for it. I've done it all. (laughs) I have just noticed that when I even take five minutes to myself and I listen to affirmations or a meditative, you know, a a meditation guiding, wow. Guided (laughs) meditation. Guided meditation. (laughs) Um, I sleep better or I start my day off better, you know, um, it's uh, your, so there's your body, but then there's your parasympathetic response as well, which is what's happening internally, subconsciously. And we might think we're relaxed, but really our brain is still firing up. And you know, at night, if you notice, if you wear like a smartwatch or a smart device, why your heart rate didn't lower until like 4 a.m., it's because you're, your your mind is still going. Yeah, and so um, honestly, mindfulness. There are some great YouTube videos for free out yeah. there that I know a lot of my friends and family listen to. Yeah, um, whatever else you like to do, do you like to journal? You know, take yeah. ten fifteen minutes out to do that. Yeah, um, do you like to draw? Do you like to yeah. you know whatever I like activities? To yeah, exactly. Take time out. You know for those activities and yeah. for yourself take the time to take a bath you know once again it might sound repetitive take a walk but yeah. and you don't have to explain yourself to anyone when right. you're doing these things yeah. and you can just say this is what relaxes me yeah and if you have to step away from the dinner table for just to go to the bathroom <laughs> quote and quote Um, or run (laughs) run out of the door (laughs) if you had to like go to the bathroom for 5-10 minutes just to breathe and listen to you know some you know do some deep breathing work do it and take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself like no one else is going to know that no one else is going to do it for you and no one else is going to even know that you needed that time
0: that's true that's true your body has a way of telling you mm-hmm. that hey take that minute listen absolutely <laughs> yeah we tend to just kind of like oh no i'm fine but then at the end you're just like there's so many emotions that are built up mm-hmm. especially during holiday seasons because you are around family members yeah. and and conversations that sometimes are not pleasant Mm -hmm. and you don't want to really hear and be around that
1: exactly and
0: so yeah it is important i like those techniques yeah thank you (laughs) use them all
1: (laughs) it's whatever works for you at the end of the day you know
0: yeah absolutely so avoiding personal questions is what we're going to talk about next (laughs) what are polite ways to deflect or redirect personal questions from family members during thanksgiving gatherings
1: you know, I really struggle with this because, as we were talking off, yeah. you know, off the show, it's like if somebody has the audacity to ask me a, a personal question that's yeah. uncalled for, yeah. we should be able to respond in the same manner. But of course, we have, as our Daisy <laughs> families, we have to have some type of respect, right? Yeah, and, uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, yes. Right? yes. <laughs> But redirection, I always like to flip the question onto that person, you know? Okay. Um. Just recently, last week in Dallas, you know, somebody was asking me, like, what do I want to do later on in life? And I said, I'm really happy with what I'm doing now. Yeah. And I'm really, are making a know. difference. Right. And I was oh. like, I'm proud of myself as to how far I've come. Yeah. And whenever I want to proceed in possibly education, whatever else I want to do, yeah. I'll let y'all know. But this person kept asking me again and again. And I was like, so what is your son doing? <laughs> <laughs> you redirected that quick. <laughs> yeah. And so to ask that, oh, yeah. you know, you have been asking me these questions this whole yeah. time. Like, what are you doing? Exactly. And that really makes them think that, oh, my gosh, like, I have been asking very personal questions. Or yeah. one of the biggest questions is when when, when are you getting married? And this is a good time to pull in your family members that have your back, or your friends that yeah. might be around. Because my dad's response, I love him for this. He, whenever people ask, oh, when is you know my brother Umrit? When are when's Umrit getting married, or when is Tisha getting married? He's like, when they do, you'll you'll receive it. Yes, <laughs> daddy. Yes. <laughs> and so um, those are good ways to like deflect. And yeah. I think um, having a safe person around you, like. I know my brother is my safe person that even yeah. if my parents are maybe asking some questions that he'll he'll have my back that oh yeah. let's not talk about that right now. Let's yeah. let's enjoy the dinner. And I so love that. just really figuring out either how to flip, you know, a yeah. question or the safe person to jump in and help you set boundaries. Yeah. Um I know that it's really difficult in the moment to figure it out, but really yeah. just having you know, some things in your arsenal. Just yes. think about how you would respond to certain scenarios yeah. and have those ready to be used when yeah. need be.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. You know, I remember when I was a lot younger, I would uh, didn't like awkward questions, so I would always directly answer them, and my mom would side-eye me or give me the eye, I'm like, no, yeah. like can't talk to your elders like that. Mm-hmm. And then I was i would of course respect that and get quiet but i don't do that with my kids Mm -hmm. like of course i want them always to be respectful Mm -hmm. which is important but also speak their mind yeah like if you feel a certain way it's important to say it Mm -hmm. and you don't have to be rude about it be kind about it but just say what you feel yeah like don't suppress yourself
1: absolutely that's amazing and I mean, you're such a great mother for allowing your kids to be... Thank you. So, um, you know, just have power over their own answers. But that's a big thing is if you just say that I'm uncomfortable answering this, if you have the opportunity to say that, say it. Because I don't think you should ever put yourself willingly, you know, or unwillingly into a situation which you're uncomfortable. We always say trust your gut. Yes. if your gut is telling you that don't answer this... You don't have to answer this. Yeah. Don't at yeah. all. You yeah, know, no matter how how much this person means to you, if they if they really had that much respect for you, they yeah. wouldn't be asking, asking those such silly yeah. questions.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so how can I set boundaries to ensure that certain topics are off limits mm-hmm. for discussion during family events?
1: This is, I think, a really interesting question, and I speak on this. Um, with my own experience but my friends' experiences as well. And yeah. one of my, you know, dear friends is she's a part of the LGBTQ plus community and her parents are totally open. Yeah. You know, they're so accepting. Love it. But her extended family members are still confused, right? Which yeah. I'm like, why are you confused? It's not <laughs> It's not a topic it's of conversation. Yeah. It's just who she is. yeah. And so one of the things that she does is tell her parents and siblings and cousins that, hey, if somebody brings up you know my sexuality or what you know my dating life, whatever it may be, yeah, jump in and ask uh, create a distraction or ask another question, yeah use your pe- safe people around yeah. you to set boundaries and talk to your parents and family members beforehand and really say that I don't want to talk about these things yeah. and I'm not going to answer a question about these topics at all. Fair,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's so amazing. Yeah. Um, we're going to hold this thought real quick and come back. Um, for those of you, uh, I mean, we'll <laughs> you're listening to Chai Time here on 103.5 FM. We will be right back. Welcome back to 103.5 Hum FM here with your Chai Time Girls. For those of you that have just tuned in, we are in conversation with Tisha Beatty from Daya Houston, and we are talking about um, awkward situations at the Thanksgiving table mm-hmm. and other festive um, dinners that we all have. So... Um, Are there general conversation topics that are safe to introduce to steer away from personal inquiries?
1: Yeah. And once again, this depends on how comfortable your family is with certain topics. Um, I definitely say stay away from politics because that causes even more turmoil in a family setting. Yeah. I just know how passionate people get about politics. And even if people have the best intentions with talking about it. Yeah. It always does dampen the mood. You'll yeah. see that oh, people are having fun, but then it just goes downhill yeah. after this. I think times.
0: that and also religion is one, mm-hmm. one thing you don't want to talk about.
1: Yeah, religion is a big thing. I think um, you know, just political topics as well yeah. that shouldn't be political, like sexuality. But yes. people often think it's political or religion is political when, yeah. in reality, it's just personal choice. Exactly. You wouldn't ask a person why they're wearing what they're wearing yeah. and what it means, you know. <laughs> so why would yeah. you ask a person about what they believe in? Yeah. And, um, so that uh, those are topics, you know, to answer your question, those are topics to not. Talk, talk about, about. Mm-hmm. but topics to talk about i think one of the best times of my you know life have been when we're around the table talking about like childhood memories yeah. and bringing up oh what were our like great grandparents like something that everybody would have fun talking about yeah. you know yeah talking family about history the weather my gosh you, know, <laughs> you, can, you can bring up weather in any situation and yeah. it will de-escalate whatever conversation is happening yeah. Um, one thing I also have done previously when family friends have been over and I've been uncomfortable in a situation Mm -hmm. is I'll randomly get up and say, oh, I think I forgot one of the sauces in the fridge and I'll just (laughs) like get up and I'll go (laughs) find a sauce. (laughs) Yeah. Um, just to like a distraction or conversation that can be a distraction or telling a funny story about your kid, you know? Oh, my yeah. God, let me tell you what blah, blah, blah did the other day. And it yeah. was so cute. Yeah. Um Just topics that you know are not going to ignite any type of, you know, fire, fire in, <laughs> in, in on the table yeah. or at the event. Um, okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Okay. So now dealing with abusive family members, Ooh, that's yes. a big one. Um, what steps can be taken to assertively address abusive behavior from family members without escalating the situation?
1: You know, I think this is a like a two-step question, right, or two-answer question, okay. where if you recognize that somebody has abusive tendencies, but it's not dangerous to your well-being you know this person is just maybe lashing out on things that aren't towards you or maybe towards another person but they're just having you know a lot of anger problems or they're they're saying things to about things in general right that would be a good time to have maybe a one-on-one with them if you feel comfortable that hey I noticed that you um, have been saying things about this person or this topic. Yeah. And I'm worried about the type of reaction you're having to it, you know, Mm -hmm. or what your viewpoint on this topic is. Yeah. And it worries me because... I think it's unsafe for you to think that way. Yeah. And I think it might be unsafe for me or my kids or my family members to also be around you when you think that way. Right. So if you're comfortable and it's not a danger to your health, right? Yeah. Have a one-on-one. But if it's something that you think you don't even want to be in the same room as yeah. this person, um, that would be when you delegate the responsibility onto someone else because that person might respect your parents a lot. Yeah. And if your parents sat them down and said, you know, beta, baby, whatever it yeah. may be, like you are acting out, and this is unsafe, and I do not, you know, accept this type of behavior in my house. Yeah. Um. Whether if if you can get help, I, I want you to stop acting this way. But if yeah. you can get help, then yeah. you know it would make our family situation much Easier. better. Yeah. But just having that boundary of saying this behavior is unacceptable. Yeah. will often spark another thing within the person where, like, okay, am I really being mm. abusive? Am yeah. I really displaying behavior that's unsafe for yeah. others? And most of the times, a lot of people will get help after, you know, um, oh. in situations like this, right? right. Um, where if a lot of family members come together and have an intervention of yeah. some sort, yeah, it, it. I mean, there might be lashing out, but that's we're hoping to avoid that. Yeah. But they might really come to the terms and say, hey, I do need help. Yeah. I think one of the greatest stories was um, my dear friend from AVDA, which is another domestic violence organization in Houston. She was telling me about how she noticed that her daughter was displaying abusive behavior when her boyfriend and her would be at the house, that her daughter would start lashing out on her boyfriend at that time because... You know he wouldn't put something up correctly or he didn't he didn't follow her instructions properly and so the you know my friend Avda and her and her husband talked and were like where is she getting this from like yeah. what type of behavior she self-reflected and she said i did this to you when she was growing up i would i would you know lash out on you if you didn't pick something up from the grocery store she noticed that behavior And now she's exhibiting it into somebody else. Oh, wow. And she said, where did I learn this from? Her mother. She was like, it is generational. And it is so important to sit with your thoughts of where this person's getting this from as well. Yeah. And the fact that she had the guts to say, it's me, but then also sat down her daughter and said, this is unacceptable behavior. Yeah it well, like i i got chills when she told me that yeah cuz
0: uh, like right now i'm just thinking like what have i done that that might have affected my children or is affecting my children yeah. right like you that's so important i'm going to sit down and re- self reflect and yeah. make sure that i'm handling situations in the right manner and
1: Absolutely. have
0: not her not repeat my cycles if there's any
1: there are, uh, children are just like sponges literally they yeah, will they absorb, absorb. I think you know one of the things that I joke a lot with my mom, but I'm serious about, is that she used to nitpick whether it was on my dad or me or my brother. Yeah. And you would think that oh that's like just a mom, yeah. but I've noticed that in myself, and I'm like oh my gosh, take a step back. Yeah. You are not going to do this to your friends, your brother, your family members. You're you're not going to be this way. Yeah. And so it it like ends with me basically. Yeah. I'm not going to let this continue. That cycle yeah. repeat.
0: Oh wow. I get my OCD-ness from my dad. And yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So um, are there community resource or support networks that can provide assistance for individuals dealing with abusive family dynamics?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, (laughs) Daya Houston does. And one of the biggest things is that we don't only deal with like domestic violence situations, right? We also deal with family violence and um, family abuse that is being exhibited by not just your partner but your in-laws or your own parents and um, we have you know really great resources that if a person would like to come in and talk to us about these things it would be the same way that a DV survivor would come in is like call the helpline you know they have their Uh, basically safety planning done we assess their risk you know level um but we we really believe that family violence does affect you know um an individual just as much as domestic violence if not more or i'm not sure of the statistics yet yeah um but you know when you think that a loved one uh, you know why would this person do that to me it tends to you know, just speaking personally, it tends to make you think even more that like yeah. this person raised me. This person was supposed to protect me. And why are yes. they doing this? And so we really emphasize that please call Daya or another, you know, domestic violence organization around Houston. If mm-hmm. you are facing family violence, because it is just as dangerous and just as harmful. Yeah. As I know that violence. certain things are
0: just not normal. You know, we always think, oh, it's just normal. She's been like this always. Mm -hmm. He's been like this always. But it's not normal.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, at any age, it's appropriate to bring it up. Because one of the things that, you know, my parents will say, oh, like, well, you know, this person's already like 60 something. They're not going to change. And I'm like, no, I think Mm -hmm. a human being has the capacity to change at any age if they're willing to. I hear that so much. Yeah. You know, I, I mean... You would say that oh, when I was younger, like oh, don't do this, you know, don't act this way because you don't want to be like that in an, a year or two years. Yeah, same thing. What? How does it matter if a person's, yeah. you know, sixty-five? Yeah. And exactly. It, it makes me so angry. No, you can
0: change <laughs> if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Anything is possible.
1: Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yes, please call Daya and reach out to us if you if you need any help, even if you need resources, some reading material yeah. on what family violence looks like, because you might not be sure that you're experiencing it, but we can help you recognize yeah. if you are.
0: Give the, your Daya's phone number, just because this is our new... Uh...
1: You know, it's so funny. <laughs> I have been at Daya for, like, God knows, almost two and a half years now. Um, our phone number... I still have not uh, (laughs) remembered it. So our confidential helpline is 713-981-7645. And our website is diahouston.org, where you can find a lot of our information as well as our office and confidential helpline numbers.
0: Awesome. Now, keeping children safe. Mm So what precautions should be taken to ensure the safety of children around family members with known issues or concerns?
1: Um, I always say this about, you know, even adults' buddy system. I know it's unfortunate that sometimes maybe a, a, an unsafe person has to be around the family just because of like, oh, they are family members, so yeah. we have to invite them. And um, I know there's sometimes no way out of that, right? Yeah. Um, you can't... I don't know why that they see culture is like this. Yeah. It's like, you can't leave somebody behind, right? Yeah. Even though they should definitely not be invited. Yeah. Buddy system. Tell your, you know, children that you always have to be around either me or your, you know, sister, brother, cousins. Don't leave their side. And always... My parents used to do this around some creepy family friends we used to have is my mom would always just say, like, stay around me or stay around your brother. And if there ever is a situation where, like, this person is trying to talk to you one on one, like, you don't you can make noise or you can say, like, hey, I want to you know, I want to go to my mom and like I need to help her or come up with an excuse. Um, Yeah. Telling your children that somebody is unsafe will oftentimes make them more vigilant as well to the yeah. situation because I don't know why people want to keep that information away from children. I think yeah. it's very important them for for them to know yeah. that, hey, this person might not be safe. And you don't have to go into details of what. What, yeah. yeah. But telling them to be around you or keeping an eye, you know, making sure that if all the kids like to play... You know video games that hey, let's plug it into the main TV where we so can we'll all watch all of you all yeah. Rather than you Being know, you can room. be upstairs in the media room or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah I think sometimes like also like it's hard for parents to recognize who is a um, Not a bad person, but like just yeah. not to be around Absolutely. Right like we don't know that sometimes
1: And it's sometimes the children that tell you because children will never make up stories like that. They might make up stories like a unicorn came and gave me a flower, (laughs) but they're never going to say, oh, you know, blah, 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 you know, person was trying to ask me, you know, what, you know, or getting too close or asking me really weird questions. They're never going to make that stuff up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you can feel the aura uh, Mm -hmm. also, like, with kids, I think. Like, they just are more distant when that person is around. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And this is not the time to tell your, you know, kids to dress differently because this person is coming. Because I always tell my parents this. They would be like, oh, you're wearing shorts right now. Can you change out? This person's coming over. And I'm like, if I can't wear shorts around this person,
0: why why are they coming coming
1: over to, like, my safe space, you know? Yeah. Um, So, first of all, this person should not even be invited. Not at all. But don't make your children change the way that they act, you know, or feel comfortable because... That'll, that's essentially teaching them that it's okay that this weird person's around. Yeah, but, but you, you change you're yourself. You're responsible yeah. to keep their behavior at bay.
0: Ooh, that's heavy. Okay, um, how can one educate children about setting personal boundaries and recognizing unsafe situations during family gatherings?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, Sasha, you're doing an amazing job with your girls where you are giving them autonomy. You are telling them that, hey, you're allowed to say no. You're allowed to ask. You and know, that's and- thanks to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All the stuff that we learn is from y'all. Oh so gosh. thank you. <laughs> but yeah, allowing autonomy, allowing children to say no, I don't want to. There were so many times when I'm sure all of us when we were younger, we didn't want to go somewhere, but we were kind of forced because parents were like, "What will yes. What will people say if you don't no. show up?" as well. But allowing your children to make the decision for themselves. Of course, if they're saying I'm going to eat like a whole cake for dinner tonight, <laughs> no. That's <laughs> <But> not happening. <laughs> saying like, "Oh, if you want to be in your room while these people are over." Sure. Yeah. Maybe if you feel like it at some point, you can come down and say hi or come down whenever dinner's ready or when you yeah. have to do maybe a religious prayer. But, yeah. you know, you're it's OK for you to do your own thing um, and teaching them that they're they're the owner of their bodies and they're the owner of their own mind. Yeah. Um, Will really empower them to start setting boundaries, maybe with you, and yeah. say not in a bad way at all, but saying yeah. hey, like your daughter said, "Hey, mom, can I please just have ten minutes to myself?" Yeah. Can like if some you can already imagine that if somebody else was saying something to her, she'd be like, "No, thank you." You know, <laughs> like I don't want to hug you, or yeah. I don't want to, you know, eat this food that yeah. you cooked. Yeah. Um, And recognizing signs that somebody might be unsafe, of course, it varies from person to person. But as we always talk about, you know, trusting your gut, like you as a parent, what you think is unsafe for your child, you know, Um, and then telling them that, hey, maybe people, some people can be weird, you know, or like have these tendencies. And when you see those tendencies, um, you know, I want you to come directly to me or, if you see this happening at your friend's house like call me immediately and teaching them about the signs that you're seeing you know within your life and where you're comfortable right because you're not going to have a conversation with a five-year-old about yeah. like possibly you know uh more i guess sexual things yeah. right that do unfortunately occur but what's appropriate for your child at that age Yeah your no-no zone like don't let you know if you're if you're allowing your child to go over to a friend's house right and if they have a babysitter like don't allow them to you know help you change your clothes like you change your clothes yourself yeah um those are just a few examples but you as moms know way better than i mean me (laughs) (laughs) right Uh, as as to like how to keep your kids safe. safe yeah but just open conversations will really really allow for children to be able to grasp the idea that not everybody is good you yeah know? and it's unfortunate but it's so important okay
0: so um are there signs or red flags to watch for when it comes to potential risk to children during family gatherings
1: yeah i think um Really, like, if if a person's just really trying to have a one-on-one conversation all the time with your child or, you know, um, one of the things I always sit to look out for is, like, maybe if your family member is, like, tickling your kid once is fine. Yeah. But if you can visibly see that your child is getting uncomfortable with that type of, like, oh, pulling the hair, whatever it may be, if you see your child's getting uncomfortable it it that is a sign that that person is you know way too like, yeah you know too friendly like, yeah too friendly overdoing it um and maybe that's when you have a conversation maybe it's an older cousin right yeah. you can have a conversation with the older cousin and say hey i don't think you know my my child likes when you do that can you please stop yeah if it still doesn't so- stop then you know that that's the time to have a conversation with the parents or yeah. your your own family members yeah. to say, this isn't okay with me. Yeah, It's not okay with my child, but it's not okay with me either. Yeah. So what are we going to do about this?
0: Yeah, I like that.
1: But really just, sorry, just no. keeping an eye out for things that you know don't look right. Like yeah. one-on-one conversations, teasing, you know, whether pulling hair. I feel like that gets really shoved to the side because a lot of parents will say, oh, that's just their way of playing around. And yeah. I don't believe in that because yeah. I, when I would say stop if my you know cousins were ever tickling me, they would because yeah. they just knew that I I'm not comfortable. was going to scream my head out. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, so yes. Oh, wow.
0: Okay, that has been some great information. Um, you know, the holiday season... Is already a stressful mm-hmm. season, and then to have, amongst that, to have or be around people that are creating a unsafe environment, especially right. for your children or for yourself. Mm-hmm. Then I, I like the tips that you've given us and how to navigate through them because I think we all need those. Yeah. So thank you so much, and you know it's always so. It, um, Insightful to have you guys here because every time you come here I always learn something new and then I try to apply that to my mm-hmm. actual life, which you can see how I change my kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> thank you so much for coming. And do you have any last words? So yeah. say to our well, listeners? Thank
1: you, Chai Time Ladies, of, of course, course, always for having us here. But really the holiday times are just, you know, we hope that you have a very safe holiday season, whether you celebrate or not. Um, but once again, we're here for you and you know, if you do have any questions or concerns about what you might be going through, Daya is always here to help and um, wishing you a very good holiday season that's yes. coming up. And okay. Fingers crossed, you don't have to think about any of the scenarios we talked about. Yes,
0: yes, amen to that. Thank you, listeners, for joining us once again here on 103.5 Hum FM. Um, As always, we will see you next week and signing off your chai time, girls. Bye. Bye. (laughs)